Oh, so Carlotta says she's, if I'm reading it right, she's Rome and nothing's working. We're, we're live, everybody, live. Uh, this is the Art and Science of Language, the Master Connection series on April 2nd. Very excited to be bringing you our amazing guests, Amberly Lago, Janice Drew Bennett, Stephen Kate Thieringer, Carlotta Davis, and our host, the Master Connector himself, Steve Spiro. We are counting down uh, to the top of the hour here, uh, and we are going to... Uh, get into our pre-show ramble here. Uh, just going to kick things off uh, with our nice little video here. Fire up your Friday. Fired up Friday. With Steve Spiro, the master connector. I am Steve Spiro, the master connector. Over the next hour of this master connection series, we will take a deep dive into the different ways to connect and network effectively. See us and hear us right now so linkedin we are on here we're getting ready hear from experts along with steve spiro who went from being shy and introverted to the master connector all right all right all right here we go all right so getting things started hopefully folks will be sharing uh you know their city, their state. We want to know where you're tuning in from. Very excited about today's show. Uh, make sure you are sharing uh, where you're tuning in from. Like, share, hit those little buttons in there, the insightful, the hands clap emotion. Uh, get us going here. We want to know where you're tuning in from. Uh, Ryan Cadwell, we appreciate you checking in. Uh, got some, some arm emojis going on. Lovely, lovely stuff there. Uh, Get the screen off here. We got our countdown clock going on uh, and just want to welcome everybody. Steve, you want to start us off right and introduce what's going on? Absolutely. Hey, so welcome, everybody. Welcome uh, to the to the panelists, the amazing panelists we have here, as well as the viewers. We appreciate your loyalty and uh, your, your, you being on the show with us. This is going to be a fun show. We have some amazing panelists, some incredible panelists. I highly recommend uh, at another time, you connect with them and, and learn about their story. I mean, every one of these panelists have an incredible story and, and amazing gifts. Uh, but we're going to talk about the art and science of language. So we definitely want to hear, uh, you know, from the panelists. We want to hear your questions. We want to hear all of the things that, that you want to know about in terms of art and science of language. Um, yeah, and as, as uh, Cameron just put up there, uh, make sure you're, you're, you're telling us where you're from. Uh, make sure you, you share the link with your audience, with your with your with your work, and um, we will be uh, giving out a free digital card, courtesy of 10K Cards. Uh, it's a cool digital card for those who bring the most amount of guests over. So uh, you know, share this out to your guests, and uh, we're gonna have a blast today. It's gonna be awesome. So can't can't wait to hear from uh, from all the uh, panelists and 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 all the great nuggets of wisdom that are gonna be. Uh, coming out. And, and Cameron, great job with this countdown clock. Much cooler. So I pull these off of uh, YouTube. There's lots of fun ones to pick one. So try to keep it new and engaging every week. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to say I'm really happy that Janice and Stefan are with us today. Amberly's uh, somebody that I'm just meeting for the first time. I was sharing with her my my story of getting a surgery this week. And she, she definitely uh, uh, up the game level. She was talking about her 34 surgeries uh, that she dealt with uh, from previous accidents. So uh, I'm, I'm trying to 
to to man up here and uh, or woman up uh, rather uh, and uh, make sure that I'm showing up nicely for everybody here. Um, and there, <laughs> there you go. Thank you, Amberly. <laughs> She's got that going on. Um, uh, but uh, Janice and Stefan are, are been a part of my network for a while. Janice in the uh, the meetings uh, industry here. So so happy that she's joining us today. And Stefan uh, has been uh, somebody that I have really connected with, and we've bonded. And uh, we're hosting a room every Wednesday at five p.m. on Clubhouse called "What Is Your Why? What Is Your Need?" And we're using uh, his club, uh, the Entrepreneurs Cocktail uh, Club. So if you are on Clubhouse, make sure you're part of that and uh, join that. And every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Eastern, uh, we get on there and we we dig into people's whys, help people uh, express their why a little bit better, which is a huge thing for uh, moving your message forward, right? We're going to talk mm -hmm. about communication and words today. So that's a big deal. And then we get into what is your need. And we have an incredible cast uh, of folks. Uh, and Stefan is one of the best coaches in the world, right? He's, he's won those awards. So uh, he's there giving that. So if you're if you're on Clubhouse, definitely a play, great place to be. So glad that you're here with us. Uh, so glad to get into the story with Amberly uh, today. Very excited. I think we got uh, Carlotta joining us as well. So excited about that. Uh, we'll get into bios and all that. Back to you, uh, Master Connector. I'll let you take it from here with the uh, the ramble here. Yeah, well, hey, Carla, Carlotta, glad you made it on. I know we had a little little drama there, but it's always fun doing live broadcast, right? I'll tell you one of the things that we're learning doing this stuff is we are learning every minute, every time. Everything is it's never perfect, but we are trying. You know, I've learned in life it's never about perfection, but it's always toward it's always about striving towards perfection, right? So uh, we'll never be perfect. So we're we're definitely learning as we go here. Uh, but yeah, incredible, um, incredible time. This was a, it was a great week for me, Cameron. I know, uh, Cameron, you're a, you're a beast, man. He just had like this major surgery on his leg, and you know it's funny. He he does a networking show, uh, a networking meeting uh, Tuesdays at twelve noon. Check it out if you haven't had a chance to. And that's uh, BizDev Live networking at twelve noon Eastern Standard Time. And he, um, you know, he's funny. He's he's like could Steve, and he has Steve and uh, myself and um, and Angie Leg. She's like he's like could you could you guys run the show and. Sure enough, he's still in his bed, you know, laying back and he's still orchestrating the show. And, you know, just, you know, I, I forget who it was, uh, who, who was the, the hardest working man in showbiz. Who was who, who had that claim to fame? Uh, was it? Um, yeah, I'm mute. Uh, James Brown. James Brown. We're going to you're the new <laughs> James Brown of live broadcast, man. You're the, I don't know you're the hardest working word, man, man uh, on, uh, on live broadcast. That's for sure, sir. So appreciate you. Uh, thank you for that. I don't know about that. I was I was sitting back in bed. I wasn't uh, I wasn't dancing on stage, sweating like a maniac or anything. So, uh, He's still and all that stuff it was crazy. It was great. It was awesome. Hey, I, I'd love to get into um, Carletta if, if you wouldn't would and, and and anybody that wants to chime in, just you know uh, how your week is going. We're gonna get live here in a minute. I'll go through introductions for everybody, but just wanted to make sure that uh, mics were working and everybody's good. Uh, say hello to everybody. Hey everybody, can you hear me? Perfect, perfect. Glad hey, to be here. I know we're live, but Cam uh, Carlotta, there's a, a private chat box. Just you can keep an eye on that box versus the comments box. Because mm -hmm. I see gonna, it. Yeah, that's what we're going to be chatting. Uh, you know, to you know, when you when you're ready to answer a question, you could just chime in and say, "I'm ready to go." I know you. We we gave a little pre-huddle before, but you missed some, so just filling you in. Yep. 
So glad you made it though. Glad to be here. Good stuff. Absolutely. Cameron, of course, being the Wizard of Oz behind the curtain, appreciate you, sir. Right? Good stuff. Just hey, put, I just put into the chat, I was asking people where they're tuning in from, and, and I know we always ask that question, so if people want to kind of do some, some new information here, what plans are uh, do you have for the weekend as people are sort of getting, I just got my first vaccination yesterday, I know people are getting a little bit more out and about, we want to know uh, what your weekend plans are. Is that for the panelists or just for the people in the uh, in the audience? Yeah, we can get it started with panelists. We've got about a minute to go here. And uh, so we, real quick, uh, what people are doing, what are, where are people going? Well, I'm headed to Hilton Head tomorrow with the kids. Nice. That's great. That's awesome. Just, we're, we're getting our, oh, go ahead. Sorry, Ellie's checking in from Jersey. Jenna says she's uh, in Rhode Island, right? She's yep, going I'm here, here in Rhode Island getting first vaccine shot tomorrow or yeah, tomorrow, Saturday. Not me, but my husband. Mm -hmm. I'll qualify in a few weeks. I got my first vaccine. I'm getting ready to travel. I'm excited. I've, I just got booked for more in-person speaking events. So I'm so excited wow. to people. <laughs> what city and state is that? Those are engagements going to be at. Um, I've got one in North Carolina, one in Florida, and one in Salt Lake City. Nice. Cool. Good stuff. Stefan, how about yourself? What do you what do you got going on? Gotta find my unmute button here today. It was on like you, Amberly. I got my first shot as well. I'm getting my second one next week. I'm on the Pfizer drain train and I hear all these nightmares. My brother got it in December. And he said the first one was easy. The second one knocked him out. Um, so we'll see what happens. But that's all good. I'm excited. I'm like you. I'm ready to get back into Europe. I have been two years not home in Stuttgart, which do it like me, Amberly. I think you and I have a lot to talk about. I decided last year in February, uh, just for formal reasons, to have a heart attack and a quadruple bypass. Um, so, you know. <laughs> wow. Yeah, we definitely should should check. I want to get in your clubhouse. So I'm on clubhouse a lot. I'm definitely going to check out your room and your club and join y'all sometime. Please. Awesome. I'm excited to hear about that. And it sounds like you are a true miracle. But I've heard some horror stories about the second vaccine, too. But I'm just like, I'm going to go in there and get it. And just I'm excited to travel. That's right. Exactly. Well, this, I mean, this thing has taken away, I mean, we talk about language, right? But this thing has taken away from us the basic human needs of, of mm -hmm. contact, connection, being in the same room, chemistry, touch, feel. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's crazy. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go through and introduce everybody real quick here so we can get our show started and get these conversations started. want to shout out uh, to Luann uh, DePrado, who's checking in from Ridgefield, Connecticut. Jacqueline Vasquez, foreign panelist, uh, checking in from uh, NYC, I believe, here. Ellie talking about getting her second shot next Wednesday, and then she's done. Uh, so exciting for everybody uh, as we're kind of moving towards uh, the light at the end of the tunnel here. Uh, I'm going to introduce our folks, starting with Carlotta. I'm going to throw her up on the screen. Here we go. We go. So 
Carlotta is a nutrition expert that is dedicated to helping people unlock their optimal health and wealth. After 26 years in the healthcare field, Carlotta was able to unlock her potential when she chose to leave her job and pursue her passion for self-employment, spur the moment travel and coaching people how to do the exact same. She's a board certified adult nurse practitioner, diabetes educator, and accomplished online entrepreneur. Carlotta is among the few in this business who can offer a broad spectrum of advice surrounding health in every walk of life. Welcome to the stage, Carlotta Marcel Davis. Thank you. Thank you for the awesome introduction and super happy to be here, especially about language because I don't know if you saw my post yesterday. I always feel what you speak, your word is your law. So we have to really be careful with the words we choose and, and how we speak. You know, I learned few years ago, not to use that um, 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 um. And now every time I hear people using it, I just want to, hey, don't um so much. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. Yeah. I'm going to go over and introduce Janice. Thanks so much, Carlotta. Janice Drew Bennett. As a strategist, marketer, and entrepreneur, Janice Drew Burnett focuses on implementing new technologies, advocating digital transformation, and creating amazing future experiences. The team at Nextstar AR Solutions designs, develops, and delivers customized virtual events, online learning and education, e-commerce and advertising with augmented reality. Janice brings over 15 years of experience in entrepreneurship, sales and marketing, business development and partnerships to build community and deliver impact. Welcome to the stage, Janice Drew Bennett. Thank you, Cameron. That was a great introduction. And I'm so excited to talk about the art and science of language. I think it really applies to the art and science of marketing the art and science of, of events, the art and science of, of communication. Um, I want to shout out um, Haim O is one of your um, participants in, in the storytelling and his story as a coach is, is an amazing story. And I just wanted to shout out um, how he talks about language being only a certain percent words. And it's a much larger percentage how you say things as well as body language. Mm -hmm. And so there's art and science beyond just, just words that I see Haim saying hi. Um, and the type of words you say can also make a huge difference in, in how people perceive you. So I really appreciate um, seeing Haim on here too. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, we got Stefan who's in the chat, checking in from Boston. Uh, Charlotta in the chat, checking in from South Carolina with us. Yolanda checking in from Texas. Thank you for being here. Uh, Haim also from New York. Glad to be here. Uh, Andy Phillips checking in uh, from Hilly and Chili Croton, New York. Uh, awesome. And Bruce Weiner, of course. I'm going to go over to Amberly Lago. Amberly Lago is a health and wellness coach, TEDx speaker, podcaster, and a leading expert in the field of resilience and transformation. She is the best selling author of True Grit and Grace and empowers people around the world by sharing her story how she turned a tragedy into triumph. Through her book, Coaching Methods and Workshops, she has created unique tools to teach others how to tap into their superpower of resilience and persevere through any of life's challenges. She offers hope and solutions for anyone like her living in a chronic pain to live life to the fullest. Amberly has most recently been featured on NBC's The Today Show, The Doctors, Hallmark, Good Morning La La Land, contributed to magazines such as Shape, Fit Pregnancy, Health, Keynote, Speaker Magazine, and Disability Magazine. Please welcome to the stage, Amberly Lago. Go, you got to unmute, Amberly. 2020 theme song going oh, on already. Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Thank you so much for that awesome introduction. And thanks for reminding me to 
unmute so we can talk today. I'm so honored to be alongside you amazing panelists. And I'm so excited to see so many in the audience, especially a fellow Texan in there. And so I'm, I love this topic. Just yesterday, my daughter and I had a conversation um, about the word, um, see, I just said, um, like, she says, like, I live in the Valley. I'm in California, originally from Texas, but we both say the word like, and she actually had a conversation about it on the way to school and she got in trouble for it in school. So that's something that we're working on. And I think that the, the art of communication and language is um, what helps you tell your story and connects you to your tribe. And so whether it's for marketing or speaking or building relationships, I love this topic and I'm so grateful to be here. So thank you. Oh, no, a pleasure. Thank you so much for being on the show. We're going to head over to Mr. Stefan Theringer to do his introduction here. Stefan Theringer is a serial entrepreneur, business thinker, executive coach, and investor. In February 2020, he was recognized by the World Human Resource Conference and the World Coaching Congress as world's 101 top coaching leader and received various other global and national accolades over the years. Fun fact, he is a co-owner and shareholder of a soccer club. Please welcome to the stage the amazing Stefan K. Danger. Welcome to the stage, brother. Thank you for having me. It's uh, it's awesome to be here. Thanks for the introduction. Um, I think that's you know, where language comes in. Um, but language, uh, you know, I think uh, the most important piece is always um, is what I see in connection. How do we connect with language, not just in terms of what we say, but what do we ultimately communicate also in nonverbal communication? How do we speak with each other? How do we invite each other to be receptive? How do we uh, uh, receive other people's nonverbal communication or the verbal communication? Because that's where when we think about how trust is built in terms of chemistry, and we just talked earlier about this pandemic, 12, 13, 14 months have taken everything away, what we usually would connect with. So we source now to the infliction of voice, intonation, um, how do we say things, how do we describe them? And one big part is in language, we can communicate knowledge. So I'm, I'm looking forward to, uh, you know, with all of you here co-creating today. Uh, thanks for having me, super excited, and certainly also looking forward to all the uh, questions. Uh, there's the ad, there's the like, and all the various things we do in punctuation. Um, and uh, looking forward to getting some questions and, and getting into some uh, dialogue and conversations and hopefully adding great value. As I always like to say, leaving people better than we found them. So thank you again for having me. Love it, Stefan. Thank you. So Steve Spiro is a martial arts black belt and master networker. He has moved from being a shy, introverted kid to the master connector he is today. Steve Spiro is a certified customer communications consultant with Quadient, where he helps companies streamline and automate how they communicate with their clients, leveraging artificial intelligence, often a combination of both hardware and software. Steve Spiro believes in the power of mentorship, growing oneself through self-development, and continuing to create meaningful connections through building a large network. Welcome to the stage, the master connector himself, Mr. Steve Spear. Thank you, sir. I appreciate you, and uh, thank you for the, uh, the amazing audience, uh, and as well as panelists. It's, this this is going to be an amazing show, and you know it's interesting, right? So, uh, what I've learned over over time is words are power, right? There's power that you know. There's there's a scripture that there's life and de life and death is in the tongue, and what, what we could speak life with words, 
and we could actually create death. And so what we want to we want to talk about is is all those things, right? Whether it's you know how how the power of words and language can shape our lives and affect other people's lives, right? It's going to be an incredible. So I don't want to get too deep into it because we have some questions for everybody, and it's going to be an amazing show. So super looking forward to that as well. We're jumping in here. Here we go. So uh, I want to make sure that uh, we're 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 jumping right into it. Uh, for all of my folks that are checking in uh, on the chat, please let us know where do you struggle in language, whether it's spoken. This is a LinkedIn show, and a lot of what we do is focused on LinkedIn and connecting and networking. So where are you struggling in terms of your language, in terms of those connection requests and language in terms of your sales? We want to hear your questions. The more uh, questions we get from you, the more specific questions that we get from you, the more the panel can really uh, direct great advice to the specific need that you have. But we're going to open this up with the question, what is your perspective on the power of words and language? So where do you see your words and your language helping you with your business, with your career, with your ability to connect with others? Who wants to jump in first? I'll take hands now. And then if folks are uh, uh, chiming in, um, please uh, do that on the, the back end chat. So who wants to jump in first? Not everybody at once. Hey, Cameron. I think uh, I know it's we're breaking up the order here, but I really I want we we should really introduce you, sir. Right? I, I think I, I I was remiss with that, so I'd like to at least uh, you know you know bring bring some context to you. So so obviously you know so welcome to the you know Master Connection series. And Cameron, and I really appreciate you tuning in every Friday at two p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We come to you with engaging content on how you too can be a master connector. And and during this Master's Connection series, each week our goal is to gather subject matter experts like you see here to impart their wisdom on all of us. So welcome to the show. But I am very blessed to have my co-host, Cameron Toth, right? Cameron is the host and founder of BizDev Live. Uh, Cameron uh, founded the Toth Event Staffing uh, in 2011. Uh, Toth Event Staffing is a hospitality company providing staff to caterers, cafeterias, and catering company uh, departments in Westchester, New York, and New York City. Uh, BizDev Live was founded in 2020. Uh, BizDev Live uh, takes Cameron's entrepreneurship experience and combines it with his passion for helping young people and business-minded professionals. Cameron's, Cameron Toth's mission in life is increasing access to education and opportunity for all people. So now we've formally introduced you, sir. So Mr. Cameron Toth, appreciate you. Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah. Let's jump right into it. I, I appreciate the introduction, but I want to get our conversation started here. So, uh, folks, uh, who wants to jump in first on this topic of uh, communication, power of it? Go ahead, Stefan. You know, I, I, I want to make it very short because I think one of the things we need to remember, A, language. When we say language, depending on where we're from, um, we, we need to remember also, do we mean language in terms of what are we expressing? How are we expressing this? Do we mean German versus English versus French versus Latin versus Greek, whatever else it may be? But more importantly, to the question you posed in terms of, you know, what does it mean in connecting with other people, in connecting with clients and the things we do on a day-to-day -day basis, regardless of the business? I think we have to remember feelings, thoughts, emotions, and any desires we have. The only way as human beings we can really express those clearly and concisely is through language and through the spoken word. And I want everybody to think about that. I wanted to put that out there because I think it can 
really provide for us a nice pathway into the further conversation. So thank you. Go ahead, Janice. Yeah, and I, I want to add on. So the power of words and language to me, I think, really is about how we communicate with each other in, in, in everyday life. So conversations personally, conversations at work, in, in meetings, we can so often misconstrue what people mean if we don't really use the right words or we can misconstrue what we're trying to say without the right words. And I do also want to mention, I had a conversation with Haim who called out, I was using words like would, could, should, which are much weaker than can, will, shall, or, you know, and also think, thinking of how we position ourselves more confidently saying, saying things like, I know I can versus I think I can. And that was another um, tip from, from Haim. So while I'm, I'm not necessarily a, a super language expert, I get into these conversations about what words mean and what are we really trying to say to each other when we're having our day-to-day -day conversations. It's great, great, great take uh, Janice, right? For sure. And you mentioned something and so does Stefan, right? Um, you know, the power of, of language and, um, you know, it's, it's interesting, right? So for me, where what, what words and language have done for me is it reshaped who I am, quite frankly. Uh, I'm a big believer, there's that um, by the way. I'm a big believer in self-talk. Every morning I have a self-talk script that I go through and, and I do cre creative visualization with that as well. But, you know, who do we hear more throughout the day than anyone? It's our own words, right? And our, our brain is a computer and, and, and we program it. And this tongue right here is the keyboard that programs the computer. And so if you have a background where, you know, like I was picked on, bullied and had extremely low self-esteem and just, uh, you know, shy, introverted and all those things through the power of words, you can literally reprogram that computer, right? Because, you know, again, a lot of times we're subject of environment, right? Who, who uh, you know, had people in their life, right? You know, we hear it all the time, especially in the inner city, unfortunately, where, you know, hey, you're going to grow up to be a loser. You're going to be in jail before you're, you know, 14 years old, whatever, whatever you hear. And of course, that destiny gets fulfilled. But whatever that background, whatever childhood, whatever experiences you had, I am living proof that through words and the power that those words have, over and over and over again, repeating them, speaking life into yourself, you can reshape your destiny, your future, and who you are. And you also have that same capability with people around you. So that's what I want. That's the that's perspective that I wanted to bring. Um, I, you know, I don't know whatever else. I want to hear what everyone else is going to say, but that's my perspective. Hello. Okay, I'm I'm getting the hang of this technology. Um, as I should after being so locked down in COVID for so long. I think that the uh, power of words has changed my life. I, you know, after I had a devastating accident and I had doctors say that I would never walk again, I would be wheelchair bound and I would be permanently disabled. I really, you know, I had enough limiting beliefs in my head and I really had to start to change the way that I talked to myself. And so what I did was I, I not only had to speak it out loud, what helped me kind of reform how I said things was I would write every negative um, belief or I, I like to call them a lie because I'm like, that's a lie. That's not true. 
every thought that I had that was negative, I would write it down on a piece of paper on a left column. And then I would reword that on the right. And I would say really the truth about like something about like, you'll be permanently disabled. I would say I may be disabled, but I am dignified and disabled and I will walk again. And so even if sometimes I didn't believe it at first, the more that I said them, the more that I wrote those words, the more that I started to believe it. And I think that when we believe it, we can start to do it. And that's when we transform our lives. But I also wanted to say quickly that, you know, I think that I love what Stefan was saying about the language. And I think that we're, you know, now communicating through Clubhouse, through um, platforms like this, through uh, emails. And I, I noticed that I was doing a lot of exclamation points in my emails to people. Um, and it's, you have to really on Clubhouse really get your point across. So I find that I get up and I pace around the room so I can uh, speak with more energy. Uh, and so I think that the tone really matters. And my daughter and I talked to my husband about that a lot. He says, what, what did I say? And I'm like, it's your tone. So I think it's not only the words that you speak, but it's the tone that you use um, and the body language as well, like Stefan was saying. So that that that's it for now. And thank you for letting me share that. This, because I, I want to give some praise to our, our great audience that always makes this show more fun and interesting. want to say hello to Alan Greenwald checking in. Uh, we love your comments. We love your words in the chat. And one of the things that, I find, because we're talking a lot around what's being said in the content, but one of the things that you can automatically do uh, to come across better with people using words is using people's names, right? So just want to say hello to Megana, uh, Janice in the chat, Ellie, uh, Alan, uh, so many folks joining us today. Hey, Andy Phillips. Uh, Yolanda, as you hear your name, right, it just creates that good feeling. So we have the question of um, how to be uh, professional, um, nice, right? Concise in your words, using somebody's names. I've heard Stefan do it over and over again on clubhouse, getting permission by using somebody's names. It makes somebody feel good. Um, using somebody's name is a really great way, uh, to start off in the right direction in communication with another person, creating those better connections and bonds. Uh, Carlotta, I'm going over to you. So, I really wanted to touch on that first question because words can be powerful or they can be destructive, especially that self-talk that we were just talking about. So one of the things early when I decided to go on my own and become an entrepreneur, I really didn't have a lot of belief in myself yet, but I, I was learning. But one thing I learned, I started seeing, I used the word need a lot. Uh, I want to, and we were just talking about that. And when I started replacing those words, instead of, I need to do this, well, I would say, I, I require to attend this con this convention, or I, I'm going to commit, instead of, I want to do this, I said, I commit to getting this done at a certain amount of time. Using Changing those words is gonna change your, your ability to stick to things. And that self-talk, like I said earlier, your words are your law, Whatever you're putting out there is out there and you're hearing it. So if you change those few little words to something just a little more direct, something a little more powerful that's that has 
that's defined for you, you're going to see more success in your business. You're going to see yourself doing things more because it's going to go into your subconscious. And then in regards to your name, one another thing is I always feel that the sweetest sound to a person's ear is their name. So definitely always use a person's name. And if I don't know how to pronounce it and I'm on the phone for the first time with this person, I'm going to say, tell me how to pronounce your name. I want to make sure I say it correctly because I think that's respectful to them and they don't want to hear it wrong because it is the sweetest sound to their ear. A lot. And one of the things I think, you know, we got a comment, you know, you got name yet. So you got so many different ways to look at this from a customer service angle, from a connection um, connecting with people angle, right. With language, um, getting your point across really, uh, just being clear. Right. And so I, I want to address a couple of things that were said in the chat and Janice who's chiming in both on the show today and in the chat, doing an awesome job of, of participating, repeating what others say, you know, so many things, so many problems all around the world are created by miscommunication, right? The, uh, the idea that, um, I don't know exactly where you're coming from, but I know where I'm coming from and you can't be saying that and be on my same page. So, you know, we're going to definitely deal with how to actually bring consensus, right? How do you get people? How do you persuade people uh, with your words? Uh, and I want to go back to Ellie's question because I think that's important uh, in terms of how do you remain positive? professional and concise. So uh, maybe we can tackle both of these. I don't know who wants to jump in on this first, but this idea of, you know, whether it's business, sales, political leadership, this idea of getting your, your thoughts across in a way that people understand where you're coming from and understand that we're not on opposing teams, but we're, we're playing together. Who wants to jump in on that? I know I threw out a lot there. Go ahead, Steve. Yeah, so that that's a great great one. Number one is uh, I always try to lead with authenticity, with my true self, uh, with a sincere me, uh, not somebody else that isn't me. Right? I think that's extremely important uh, to do. The other thing I'm I'm also trying to look at it from from other people's perspective. I try to think to myself, you know, if I was 12 years old or six years old, would I understand what I'm trying to communicate? Right. So th those are some things that, you know, I, I know that um, we had a question from Ellie. Right. And, and I'm not sure if we're covering that as well. Um, but the concise thing I, I've learned to try to to be as concise as possible. That is totally that's my nature. I tend to be detail oriented. If anyone has done the disk profile, um, I'm, I'm a DC or a CD, uh, which means I'm very detailed and um, in, in general, and so I could tend to go on and on, but I've tried to learn how to just try to be as concise as possible. I like to stay as positive as possible. The, the, the tips on how to do that, um, you just gotta watch your words. You just gotta work on it, practice it, look at people that are great communicators and try to model them. Uh, but I like what um, what Carlotta said, which is, you know, what you're saying is law. I, I've never heard it said like that, but it's true. And, you know, if you're putting out negative, you're gonna, you know, you're gonna, create a negative outcome. So put out positive, right? Just know that um, you want to, you know, have a good outcome. So put out the good stuff. So that's what I had to share. Thanks. Yeah. And I, I want to add on to what we said about saying the, the name first, like saying 
thank you for what you've shared. Cameron, Steve, <laughs> Amberly, all, all of all the speakers, Carlotta, um, I just want to call out your names as well. And I also think that with a, with being a positive person, sometimes we, we don't always feel positive. And that's where I, I mentioned in the in the notes or in, in my chat that sometimes when, when I'm feeling emotional, I prefer not to communicate. And I like to take a pause and really focus on how I can regroup my thoughts and really think about what I'm going to say. And what am I grateful about? What's the silver lining in, in what we're talking about? Um, I do also want to add on to what Steve said about being a, a DISC personality and how different people may respond differently to different types of communications. And so understanding what uh, what people will uh, appeal to them based on their personalities is also really important, I think, to talk to people where they are. And that's something I'm regularly trying to work on with my husband as well. Amberly. Hi there. I got my unmute button off, so I got it right. <laughs> I wanted to jump in about the how to stay positive and professional. And for me, that's something that I work on every day because um, I'm in chronic pain every day. And so I wake up most of the time where I could let that pain make me bitter and make me grumpy and speak not very nice, you know, wouldn't be very nice to my husband. And so I noticed, you know, one day I woke up and I was like, oh, good God, another day. And I thought, wait a minute. No, thank God. It's another day. And so just by shifting your words just a little bit can change your whole day. But the way that I really get positive is by shifting my perspective. Um, sometimes that's by thinking about how worse it could be. And most of the time that is by being grateful and having a gratitude practice. And I think that when you focus on the gratitude, it turns what you can't do into what you can do and what you don't have into what you do have. And I think that um, it's so important. I love what everybody has shared, especially with calling someone's name out um, and not being able to pronounce someone's name. I love that Carlotta shared that. And I do podcast interviews and I have some tricky names and I will basically stalk the person and listen to their name over and over and over. I look at them on other interviews. I read their book and I research them like crazy. So I feel like I know how they communicate more, how to pronounce their name. And so it may, I feel like, I know it makes me feel good when someone has knows a little bit about me. And so I do my best to find out as much as I can about that person. So I'm able to communicate with them more. And I also think it's important to ask questions. Um, ask people questions, ask them questions about themselves, about their family, about their work, not just about their work, but about them and um, what they're doing. So thank you for letting me share. I think one of the interesting things as well with um, what we got going on in the chat, people are giving these tips. Now I have, uh, I can't flip the camera around so that you can actually see it, but I have on the my ceiling, uh, their parking, their car, there, right? The three different spellings of there. So there's like all these language tips on how to you know address people, how to use your words. So for people that are getting stuck on a particular thing, it might be, you know, names, right? Like Amberly just talked about. It may be something else. I love getting your tips. I mean, you muted yourself somehow, sir. 
Oh, I, I don't know where I stopped. So I I, my, I put on my ceiling their parking, their car, there. like there's different um, tricks and, and challenges. I know Amberly, um, she was talking about uh, the idea of having trouble with names. So there's problem points for everybody uh, and, and definitely uh, want to hear in the chat. I love hearing the different tips. Michael Savante says, instead of asking somebody, did you understand me? I prefer asking, was I clear in what I said? That puts the clarity requirement on me and not them and gives them the opportunity to say that they don't understand what I have said. Uh, I love that tip. Andy Phillips said, using the term to get get to instead of have, need, should, must do has been powerful for me. So we want to hear all of your uh, tips with language. Uh, having all of your comments really adds to the value of the show. We really appreciate them. Uh, we'll dig into them. We also want to hear your questions, so keep them coming in. Uh, Ellie says, I'm working on removing just from my language. That's one for me too as well, Ellie. I try to really limit uh, just because of the way that the the tonality uh, that can come out of it, right? Just, I just, right? It doesn't sound uh, fantastic. Just from my language, as in just checking in versus I need an update on the project. Helps me feel powerful to learn using words differently when speaking. I love it. Michael says, my approach to Janice is just, this is what I think you said. Is that correct, right? You know, rephrasing to get that, that um, explanation. And Stefan, I know you wanted to jump in. Go ahead. God, so many things that, that just came up. I'm going to start with a couple of things. First off, um, Amberly, gratitude is such an important thing. And as a suggestion, everybody who's here, um, they, and it's neuroscientifically proven, every morning when you wake up, journal three, four things down that you are grateful for. And over the course of two to three weeks, it actually is proven it will make you a happier person. And the second thing I want to suggest is, um, you know, there's all this, uh, our body is a chemistry lab. And what has also been found in research is if we provide something, for example, like community service, it actually, it, there was earlier a question about positivity. If we provide community service or service to other people in general, kind of that feel good, that pay it forward chemistry, oxytocin, that makes us feel better and allows us in a much easier way to stay positive as well. Um, and then the other piece I wanted to add is um, the mirroring and not the sales mirroring where we sit the same way and talk in the same pace like the other person. Um, but as um, and I it ran through the chat and I saw it earlier, that mirroring back about clarifying. Did I understand everything you said? Is that clear? Do you understand what I'm saying? And kind of that mutual clarifying, but also inviting the other person to continue sharing. Because I think oftentimes what happens is we stay very superficial because we've learned that. Society has unfortunately taught us to stay superficial in the conversations, that we need to go a little deeper and ask more questions. Like when you have children and they sit in the back of the car and in innovation uh, workshops, we talk about that a lot. Five to seven times asking the question why will actually start opening up areas of real, true innovation and discovery. And that's very, very similar when we're in a conversation, kind of the flyby management style of, are you okay? You're okay? Good. And moving on to the next office or the next meeting um, is usually not very, very productive. So my invitation is for that. And the last piece is curiosity, right? We all want to matter. And curiosity is so important in regards to what I always talk about is the four E's. And if we are staying and want to stay in the conversation without judgment 
if I have a clear understanding and awareness around that my four E's and your four E's are fundamentally different, and the four E's being education, experience, expertise, and emotion. Those are my four E's are fundamentally different than everybody's four E's on this panel, everybody's four E's on, on, on LinkedIn who's, who's joining us today, um, and, and for that matter, anybody that I meet at any given time. And that provides me the validity to continue staying in the conversation, but also to be curious, ask the question why, and to continue in a positive manner in the conversation and the dialogue. I, I hope some of that is helpful. It is, Stefan. And I, I want to jump into the, the next round of uh, conversation here. Uh, start on the path. I know we've, we've got a lot going on in the chat. Keep those, those comments coming in. Keep those tips coming in. Uh, we love to see them. Uh, can my, for my panel here and, and definitely for everybody in the chat, can you provide examples on how you've used language to shape your or other success? So uh, who wants to jump in first on how you've used language to shape your success? I know just uh, uh, briefly, I don't, I don't know if raise your hand. I'll try to keep an eye as I stare into the camera here. Uh, but one of the things that I know that's helped shape my success is eliminating the words, because I think when we hear people speak, right? we get an understanding of their education level, their savviness. So I've tried to make sure in my speech that I've eliminated some of those words so that I come across a little bit more intelligent. And then that's been my advice, especially as I'm advising students uh, coming into the workforce, going out for college applications, that sort of thing, getting uh, folks to understand when you put your message out, whether it's written form or it's verbal, that if you come across professional, you're a professional, right? If you come across as unprofessional, then you are going to be basically labeled, right? You're going to be, you know, put into that. So having that, you know, the book, the, the cover of the book isn't the whole book, right? But it speaks volumes uh, for opening doors. Uh, who else wants to jump in on, on this topic? Not everybody at once, guys. Yeah, I can, I can, I yeah, can jump in. Thank you. Yeah, and I think part of this um, question about how, examples of language that have shaped success is defining what is success. And it's it's interesting that uh, often we have different definitions of success and what it means to succeed. And and you know, taking action is is success in my mind. And how you frame what you've done and what what actions you've taken and what the results are and sometimes results also define success and being able to position what you've done in a way that really reflects what that success is can can really make a difference and how you position yourself on linkedin what what kind of language you use whether you say i'm open to looking for new roles versus i offer this to new company or to companies and and this is what i bring to the table it can it can make a difference in in how you're perceived when you position yourself online. So I think that's also, you know, regularly changing your LinkedIn profile to reflect what you're trying to manifest and what you're trying to get and show what you've done. I think all of that has has our examples like with with your resume, with your LinkedIn, um, being able to to use the absolutely. Go ahead, Steve. Yeah, so uh, great, great stuff, Janice. Um, we, um, for me, some of the things that have that have have helped me with success is number one 
it, I love st telling stories, right? So the language that I use on, you know, you could, you know, certainly testimonies are great, but sometimes you're not in a place where you could speak to somebody and get a testimony, but you could speak about, you know, I, you know, uh, somebody that in your, in your life or you're working with and how they've been able to, they've thanked you for what they've been able to accomplish because of you. Right. And that's a way that you could kind of talk about how you've helped other people and therefore kind of helping influence your success. The other thing that I, I, lo I love doing is speaking about my vision, casting my vision, casting what my purpose is, talking about my purpose and my passion. And those are things uh, that not a lot of people do. But if you're always talking about the present or the past, it's hard to move forward. But if you're talking about where you're going and cast a vision of that, of that what that looks like, people buy into that. So th those are some things that I've done to be able to you know, increase my, my success ratio and be more successful. Thank you. So if I may, I want to quickly jump in and, and I want to make this a little fun, right? I'm going to become the, 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 the difficult guy um, on the panel here. And, and Steve, I want to challenge you and I'm curious. And, and Stefan never plays this role, by the way, <laughs> for anybody in the know, that's, that's a funny. So, <laughs> so, so what I always struggle with, because we started and Janice, you started talking about success. And I think success, if I ask 20 people, I will get 25 different answers to that. And I think one of the things we have to talk about is with language. We talked about social behavior. We talk about, you know, how do I present myself? We got to talk about social conformity and we got to talk about what is expected from people and what do we think people expect from us? And I think there is a little bit of a disconnect for a lot of people in regards to what is presence and what does it mean to really show up in the moment, be present and have, have life. And I got to experience it through a heart attack. And Amberly, um, I, I'm learning about your story, and I'm, I'm so happy to see that you are where you're at. But you and I both understand, and I'm sure some of you on the panel here, I just don't know your story and others listening and, and viewing, you don't, you're not guaranteed tomorrow, and you're not guaranteed the next minute for that matter. And sometimes focusing too much on the future and too much driving forward can actually completely distract us from being in the moment. And there is actually um, a, a Sanskrit saying which says, is there really such a thing as purpose in life? Because, in, and the answer is there is not, there's only joy. And the difference being, if you focus too much on purpose in life, you're focusing constantly on the future. And I think that's a little bit, and I always make this joke between West Coast and East Coast mentality. I'm based in Boston at, at this time. On the East Coast, everybody wants to know what you're going to do next. It's never about what are you doing right now or what have you done. It's about what are you doing next. And if the next thing is not cool and sexy enough, well, nobody wants to talk to you. Okay. That's the particular individual's choice rather than saying what is really happening right now. And I think in life in general, and we get to talk about this in the context of language and humanity, if we're talking about language and the science of it is, we miss so much opportunity, moments, life, connections, because we're not paying attention to what's happening right now and we don't have joy because we're so consumed about what may happen, what may not happen, what could happen, is it happening? And this anxiety, the fear, all the various emotions we're bringing in, which are setting up a little bit around that expectation we have in ourselves or other people's have of us to be conformists of, oh, we're successful or whatever else we define it to be. 
I do believe when we talk about language and science, I think we got to talk about them. Yeah, so I know uh, I had a bunch of people on the, the private chat, everybody jumping in, but I know Stefan's through us in a new new direction. So let me know, re refresh that and, and let me know who wants to jump in. Steve, I know you're always ready. Uh, go, yeah, ahead, yeah. go ahead, yeah. Carlotta. Carlotta. Yeah. yeah, I'll go after Carlotta. Wow, okay, so I gotta jump in because Stefan, you just hit some chords of what I went through in my journey as an entrepreneur. Uh, so, when is enough enough? And I think we do have to have future goal setting. We have to set goals, but at the same time, we have to live in the present. And I had been working full time as a nurse practitioner, started a side hustle and been able to replace my income within two years. But here's the thing. I was so angry, <laughs> so angry because I was not walking the stage at my conference as a six-figure income earner by $1. I think that's what it was. And I was angry. And I, one, another, I'm just gonna go off a little. The other thing I really highly recommend is to have success, invest in yourself. I had invested on a success mindset coach. And he just asked me, why are you angry? When is enough? Why are you not happy? And jumping for joy at what you've, look at what you've done. You, you're a mom of three, you're married, you have a full-time job and look what you've, you're creating on the side. Why cannot you not be grateful and happy with that and enjoy your success? Ta like take a minute, breathe and have some joy in what you've accomplished. And that was the biggest wake up call I had to realize that it wasn't just this, it was my entire life. I was going from one success and trying to set another goal to achieve another success. And I was not cherishing, I never had joy or enjoyed the fact that I made the honor roll in college, that I was on the dean's list or that, you know, I never enjoyed any of those successes. And on my jobs before, I, I did a lot of things that were amazing. I never looked at it. It was just like, okay, I'm done with this. I'm going to the next. There was just no joy. <laughs> and, uh, that was probably one of the biggest personal growth experiences that I had at that moment when he called me out. And I'm so grateful that I realized that because now I enjoy everything and I, I do take time every morning. I write three things I'm grateful for. I take time for myself. First thing I do is get up, drink water. That's my first thing. I drink 20 ounces of water every morning. And then I am having my quiet time meditation and the days that I skip, you can tell, I am completely off. And I write three things that I'm grateful for. And then I go off and start my day. If if I miss that, and I'm not perfect all the time, but if I miss that, my day is completely skewed. I'm, I can't close any say, I mean, it'll be just crazy. So thank you, Stefan, for bringing that out. And I just had to share that because I think a lot of us aren't, you know, we're either in the past, living in regret, or we're worried about the future and worry does nothing. It does, it's a waste of time to worry. Live in today and be smart, of course, have some plans for the future. You just can't wing it, but don't go overboard. So it's all about balance. Carla, I love that. I mean, just, I know Steve's jumping in, but just that, that distinction between, cause we, I know we're, a lot of times we're talking about communication with others, but that self-talk, right? That language is so important as well. Go ahead, St Steve. Yeah, no, so so I know Stefan, you said uh, you're challenging me. I'm not sure what I, what you challenged me on yet, but I'll, maybe I'll find out that shortly. 
Um, yeah, I, I, listen, I have a background in the martial arts and, and I learned uh, through my, that Zen Buddhism, I'm not a Zen Buddhist, but I learned a lot of Zen Buddhism kind of mentality of being in the moment and, and probably in the past, probably to a fault where, where I only was in the moment and I didn't think about the next play ever. Um, but, but I do find joy in the moment, a lot of joy. I have a lot of joy in helping. Well, first of all, I also am on the, uh, the morning club where I, when I, what I mean by that is I, I have gratitude list. I do meditation. I do self-talk. I do stretching. I do, I have a, an hour and a half, uh, practice in the morning. It sets my day right. And I don't think I've missed ever one day. I mean, even on vacation, I'm still doing it. You know, you know, the routine is a little bit broken. I'm still doing it. So super important to me, you know, reading and, and spiritual reading and all that. It's a very, very important. But yeah, so being in the moment and, and, and appreciating what you have and where you are. Absolutely. I 100% agree. Um, but one of the things that I that brings me lots of joy is when I see other people succeed and I can and I can help other people. And and fi I find by casting vision that that helps other people and it, it helps me get that joy if you know what i'm saying so so that's kind of what i was referring to uh when i re was referring to the, the you know the future-based stuff and the casting the vision uh, but i absolutely agree stefan great point you need to be in the moment right especially when you had your life almost taken from you 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 need to know that you know we have every minute is precious right it, you know it's a gift right that you know the, the the future is 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 the future but the present it's a gift right and there's a pun there, but we know that. So appreciate you guys. Go ahead, Amberly. Oh, I just love all that you're sharing. Uh, Stefana had goosebumps when you were talking and I, I couldn't agree more, Steve. It's like, um, for me, I've had to learn to, to be in the moment. I had anxiety and I had my first anxiety attack and I had no idea what was going on. I actually, thought I was having a heart attack. And I think it was because I was running from my past and my traumas and I didn't want to um, acknowledge it. So I was trying to achieve more and more and more and I was focusing only on the future. Um, and what changed that for me is I think the accident, my motorcycle accident when I was, I couldn't run from my problems anymore. Um, and one of the things that I do besides I'm a member of the morning club too, and I've learned I can start my day over every day just by taking a pause throughout the day. And then I have a nightly ritual too. But one of the things that I do that, that change things for me is I've learned because I don't know about y'all, but I have this inner critic that will come out and be so mean and tear me down. And who wants to hear that? I want to be my best cheerleader. And I think we all need to be our own best cheerleader. So what I've learned to do is really instead of like, listen to myself and that inner critic, I've learned to talk to myself. And I'm like, I have, you got this written on my office wall. So I tell myself, Amberly, you got this, you got this, you can do it. I talk to myself throughout the day. And then I also think that movement moves your mood. And so I think it's really important to move. Um, when we move, we get those endorphins going. We can change the way we feel. We can change the chemistry in our body. And that comes out in the way that we communicate in a way that our language um, with others. So I always say, you know, really talk to yourself and move your body. 
I love that. And I think some of the challenge with, you know, we talk about conversation, like what does exercise have to do with language? But if you're not in a positive place to speak, and I know Janice spoke to it earlier, you know, in terms of, you know, if you're getting emotional about a comment, get up out of your chair, take a moment, right? Take a break so that you can reframe that because the language that you may want to put out into the world isn't going to connect with the language of the frustration, the anger, the sadness that you're feeling in the moment. Uh, and that's so, so important for our ability to connect with others, lead others, uh, create that positive change that we want to see in the world. Right. I, I love that. Um, Hames commenting in here. Uh, got lots of comments you coming know, in. I, you know, uh, one thing I want to quickly add to you, uh, Cameron, is also you know, we, we talk about emotional intelligence a lot, and, and but just let's just keep it at two pieces of emotional intelligence. One being having the awareness that something is going on for me. And I think that goes back to what Amberly just said. If you wake up in the morning and you, as a first thing, go onto your mobile device, well, guess what? That digital leash is around your neck and suddenly you're on someone else's agenda. So reframe from that and i think that morning practice and steve i think you were the first one to talk about it, is such an important thing i'm on my bike every single day i meditate every single day i don't care if it's only five minutes because sometimes a lot of my meetings sometimes start at nine i take an eight o'clock life class and then it, i have about 15 minutes in between and you know and, and i'm ready for business and i think that is a practice habituation rituals it's almost like when you put, you know, $1 in the bank every single day, it compounds over time. There's no immediate effect, but the calmness, the joyfulness, the gratitude, all these various components, but having the awareness of that I have tools available to me that can modify my potential reaction and turn it into an action. And I purposely say, say that, don't get triggered, choose the action, and at any moment, it doesn't matter in what situation, there's always a choice. And there are certain activities, certain rituals, certain habits that can help us support in the moment that we need to make a choice to be smarter, more educated, and more aware and conscious about the choice we're making. I love that, Stefan. And that consciousness, right? It's it's something that we're we're working on. I don't care if you're you're four or you're 40 or you're 80 or you're, you're beyond that, right? Just being conscious and being uh, really, really intentional with your language to create the results that you want to work on. It's something that you can always work on. Uh, we have this next question here. Uh, I know Steve wants to jump in on it. I just wanted to ask the question before we start answering. If you could go back 10 or 20 years, what would you tell your younger self about how you communicate? Go ahead, Steve. That's great. And, and so, Stefano, as usual, great stuff. I love the little poochie back there behind you. Um, but uh, yeah, so habituation, great word. I just learned a word today. Uh, I love it. Um, and uh, fortunately, I'm smart enough to even know what it means, but it's great stuff. Um, but yeah, you know, if I had to go back in, in time, that, that would be a big part of it, right? The Power of Habit. You know, it's a great book. Uh, I believe that's the, the name of the book, The Power of Habit. Um, another one is atomic habits. It's great. I mean, just being able to, and good habits, right? Like the morning uh, club we talked about, the, the things we do in the morning and 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 the night nightly things and the things throughout the day. If, if I would have been able to go back, I would have loved. I'd be 
I would love to be able to go back and, and tell my 20 year old, uh, you know, 20 years younger self, you know, all those things, the power of habit, also the power of words. I really would love, I'd love to, to tell my, my younger self, Hey Steve, you should, you should make sure that you're speaking words of life, words of uh, be, be positive. Understand again, uh, what Carlotta has been talking about, right? Words of law that uh, whatever you say, imagine, you know, I heard this a, a long time ago from one of my mentors. He said, imagine if you lived your life that every single word that you said would come true. Every single word, right? Would you say, oh, this, this headache is killing me. Mm. You know, Stefan will tell you probably you don't want to go there, right? Because uh, uh, he, he had, had had something almost kill him, right? Uh, you know, and, and same thing with um, with Amberly, right? Uh, you know, life, life, life uh, situation, right? So, so those are some things that I would do is I would really watch my words. I would work on my habits. And um, yeah, my, I know my life would be different. But you know what? I'm not regretful. In any way, I am not regretful. I tell my mom this all the time. I said, you know, whatever the challenge is, you know, you know whatever kill, doesn't kill you makes you stronger. And I, I am so much stronger today because of whatever the things I had to go through. You know, I'm learning, to able, I'm learning disabled dyslexic. And those challenges were were tough to get around. I didn't even realize I had them, but they made me. They gave me a creative brain. They gave me a brain that that could know how to work around challenges. And and I don't think I'd have those skills and that that fortitude and that persistence and that uh, that grit if it wasn't for those challenges. So anyway, uh, those are some things I wanted to share. And it's been this has been tremendous. I've been loving the the, the con the content uh, that we've been putting out today. I just want to share this and then we'll go around with everybody that's going. I know Carla wants to jump in next uh, as we're going folks, cause we're, we're towards the end of our show. Uh, what I'd like you to do is after you finish telling people, if you could go back 10 or 20 years, what would you tell your younger self is let people know how they can reach out to you. Obviously everybody is on LinkedIn today, so that's a great way to reach folks, uh, but you can add in website or, or whatever that best way is. Uh, I just want to do uh, call out David Carley. Uh, your face isn't showing up. I dropped that link in there for the StreamYard permission so that uh, it can show up in the future. Uh, David says, I would tell my younger self to keep listening and learning. It is not your shyness. You are discovering the important tool that allows you to better understand the needs of your team, your partners, your con constituents, and your clientele. Love that, David. Uh, getting some uh, great, great comments from everybody. Great discussion once again. Uh, Alan, thanks for checking in. All right, go ahead, Carla. Okay, I'm making sure I'm, I'm not muted, but if I could go back 30 years, 20 years, I would tell my younger self to hush that self-critic because that's probably what held me back for so long from stepping into a leadership role. But yeah, that, that inner critic that always was telling me little negative things and I would listen. So I would just hush it down. And that's my best advice I could give myself if I could go back. Oh, and tell, and, and tell everybody, yeah, where, where they can find you on the interwebs here. Absolutely. Uh, my website's CarlottaDavis.com, but I'm going to go ahead and drop my link tree in the comments. So if anybody wants to reach out, that's the best way I have. You can reach me on Facebook, Instagram, follow me, reach out to me. I'm happy to answer any questions or assist you with anything. Beautiful. I'm going to go over to Janice. Go ahead, Janice. I was going to say Amberly should go first since I know she has to hop off in a few minutes. Uh, we're probably wrapping up completely, but let, let Amberly go 
Oh, thank you so much, Janice. I'm going to have to hop off quickly, but I'm just so grateful for this amazing panel and for all the comments from the audience. And something that came up for me is, so I grew up in Texas and one of the sayings was, hide your crazy and be a lady. And so that thought went through my head of, no, don't say anything. Don't speak your truth. Don't stand out. Play small. And I'm like, you know what? I am not hiding my crazy anymore. I'm going to be authentically me. And I think that when you show up and you speak your truth and you're very grounded in who you are and you're kind to other people, that will get you so far in life and it will help connect you with the people that you're meant to connect with. Um, I, I think I would just leave with, I think if we could all just be kind and that would take us so far. I know I've gotten some incredible opportunities just because I've reached out to ask how I could be of service, how I could lend a hand. Um, so you can find me at amberlylago.com if you want a free downloadable gratitude journal. Um, it's at amberlylago.com or you can text me at 818-214-7378. And I actually hang out mostly on Instagram at Amberly Lago Motivation and check out my podcast, True Grit and Grace. So thank you again for this opportunity to be here. And I can't wait to connect more with you guys on a deeper level and a, another conversation. So thank you so much. Amberly, thank you. We're going to go over to Janice. Thank you. Thank you. And thinking back 10, 20 years, I would completely agree with David being a better listener and a better learner. It, it's so essential to communication is to, to communicate where other people are at. And I, what comes to mind is also the, the phrase, you don't know what you don't know. And being open to learning can, can really change how you communicate and how I communicate. And I, I feel like I still, there's a lot I don't know about communication and constantly learning and listening and, and trying to, to, I'm working on it. <laughs> Um, and to reach me, I am on LinkedIn. All of my social media is at Janice Drew. So message me on, on Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, and, and I'll get back to you. I love it. I just want to throw this. Andy Phillips says, a good friend shared this with me. Say what you mean without being mean. Love it. Uh, love it. Go ahead, Stefan. First off, thank you for having me here. So my, my 20 years younger self, maybe 25, maybe even 30 years younger self, um, you added up is I think the first piece I would tell myself is you are enough. And that is really kind of the basis where everything sets around because that's where we seek for external validation. We seek for proving that we are worthy, that we mean something, that we're successful in all the various pieces. And it took me a long time to become really comfortable um, with with who I am and 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 uh, you know loving myself, accepting myself for who I are, who I am, with all the possibilities and the limitations that I have, um, and and the other piece being, you know, it's okay to be alone, and it's uh, not about being lonely, and it's okay to being uh, alone, and and I think that sets up around all the similar pieces. Um, another thing I want to say, just to to second what Amberly said, you know, show your weird, and uh, somebody who. Uh, is a personal friend. Um, she is all about, you know, let your weird be out there and and fly it, and and it, don't get caught up in the bullshit. Uh, and I think that's a big part of that. And uh, yeah, but the biggest piece is, you know, uh, you're enough. Um, final question, as you asked, and thank you again uh, for the opportunity, Cameron and Steve. Um, you can find me on LinkedIn, which you're already there. Uh, please connect with me if I can 
your service and support uh, wherever else you get your social media fix on Instagram, Stefan.Tiringer, you'll find me there, or uh, StefanKTiringer.com or Human Innovation Garage at humaninnovationgarage.com. Grateful. Thanks for having me. Um, and if we can provide additional value, I'm, I'm delighted and honored to do so. Thank you again. Thanks, Stefan. I want to jump in on this as well because I think, you know, I could potentially add some value here. Going back 20 years ago, I think, you know, I, that advice I would give to my younger self around language and communication is to go for it. Uh, I think, you know, I spent money on things. So if you look at it like from a, a financial investing thing, like why didn't I invest and put, you know, $200 into this stock or that and just you know, see what's going to happen, put it on the board and let's see what happened on the other side of that. You know, when you go to the communication, I didn't reach out to people cause I was shy because I, I felt like I didn't have something to contribute or something to give. And especially when you're a young person, but you know, especially right now, don't be shy, reach out and be kind, right? Don't be mean. <laughs> I love that, that, that comment, right? Say what you mean. Go out there, get it. The world is your oyster. Uh, there's a lot of abundance. There's a lot to be offered for you, and there's nothing gained by being shy. So just putting yourself out there and practicing and using uh, that that tool that's been given to you to speak and to write, uh, put it out there, ask for the things that you want, ask for those opportunities. That's what I would tell my younger self. Mr. Master Connector, please close us out. That's great. And and I loved, uh, I had to just shout out, I did in the chat, but I had to shout out, uh, you know, don't get caught up in the bullshit, uh, should. Uh, that was awesome. Uh, the bullshit. It's great. Um, a lot of great nuggets uh, from from Stefan and everyone, Amberly and, and Carlotta and, and Janice, and of course, my man Cameron here. Um, yeah, this has been great, you know, and, and, and obviously, uh, you know, a lot has been said. Uh, I think we, you know, we, we all we all have a lot of great things that we can share about and a lot of uh, of our journeys that we've that we've talked about. And I, I definitely um, am very appreciative. Right. One of the things that, again, I, I say this every every show, I, I love the the ability of what this platform is allowing us to do, which is really to be the light. Right. Uh, we are. There's a lot of people that haven't been blessed, like uh, looks like everyone on the panel here have gotten out of that dark place there was some, you know some part in their life whether it was you know near near death experiences or you know depression or in my case shy introversion and and low self-esteem that you know uh cameron being you know having being a, a very young parent and and the, the challenges with that we all have our stuff that we deal with uh but you know we are we are the light right that's what that's what my my mission and i believe cameron shares it as well it's our job now to really spread the light, be the light. You know, there's, some, there's a lot of hurting people. So um, appreciate everybody. This has been a great show. Uh, very, very appreciative of you, Cameron, being the man who does all the magic behind the scene. Uh, I could not have done it. I'm so grateful that you agreed to partner up with me on this because I could not, not do it on, with the class and with the, with the, with the cool, uh, you know, vibe that you put, put forth here. So appreciate you, sir. So you know how we close this out. So we're going to count down from five and we're going to say crush it and we'll leave everybody off with our uh, video for the end of the, the program here. So we're going to count down five, four, three, two, one.
Crush it. All right, guys. Thank you so much. We will see you next week. Uh, next week we will be, what are we talking about next week? Do you know, uh, Steve? Uh, Success colon. Is there a proper balance, right? Yes, that's right. Is there a proper balance? So we'll be talking about that. We actually got into that a little bit today. So it's going to be a fun conversation. We'll see you next week. As always, go out and crush it. Fire up your Friday. Fired up Friday. With Steve Spiro, the master connector. I am Steve Spiro, the master connector. Over the next hour of this Master Connection series, we will take a deep dive into the different ways to connect and network effectively. See us and hear us right now. So LinkedIn, we are on here. We're getting ready. Hear from experts along with Steve Spiro, who went from being shy and introverted to the Master Connector.